I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. My name, of course, is Sonny, the host with the most, and with me, I have Caleb. Hello! And a little later on, we will have a special guest joining us, but we wanted to record this section first, that way you get me and Caleb, and then later it'll just be me and the guest due to, like, time constraints on the recording. Yeah. So, but for now... Let's go ahead and do our patron shoutouts. So, a huge thank you to Austin Johnson, Kane Martin, Master of Isa, Mocha, Mr. Herbie's, Scuzz Daddy, Witchcraft Remain 2022, AD, Aaron Gardner, Anthony Leela, Damien Zink, Dank Nugs, Dino DNA, Mountain Man, Myth Oceanus, Owen Alvarado, Pig, Rudolph, Sneaky Links, Jeremy Drysdale, NBT's Hard Leg, Ray Powell, and Sunny Sweet. What a name. Listen, Jesus. hey, listen, that's on me. That's on me. I'm telling everybody, it's it costs a dollar to get your name in the opening role. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. It's fine. You got it. As long so. as there, as long as there isn't a swear word in it. Yeah, yeah. We we try to keep it like at least somewhat like PG. As best we can. Listen, if Shrek can get away with all the things they got away with, we can get away with MBT's hard leg. Officially, to get it in order to get a PG thirteen rating, you're allowed one F bomb. PG thirteen, yeah. Yes. So throughout the entire course of this show, we're allowed one f bomb. If we wanted to, if we wanted to, just bump it up to PG thirteen. Okay. So we're gonna have to remember that and use that one f bomb wisely. Like Deadpool. Right. Yeah. And Except then, he didn't use it wisely. He just used it whenever he felt like oh, it. Oh no no oh no 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 oh no no. It's gonna be like Deadpool in a PG thirteen movie. He's gonna go the whole movie just saving it. Just ooh, I gotta I gotta save it. For yeah, a good time. That's, it he, is something Deadpool would do. And then hold on, then Wolverine drops. And he's like, oh come on. <laughs> 
That is exactly right. So <laughs> let's let's go ahead and we do have a little bit of news to cover today. So first off on the news, we of course want to talk about the Speed Duel, the upcoming uh, the Duel Speed Duel Duel Academy box, the GX. Speed Duel GX Duel Academy box. Oh, yes. Um, it, this is currently slated for release March 18th with a big asterisk. Yes. Um, Wait, it's slated for when? March 18th? Oh, good lord. With a big asterisk. You know, originally it was like January something. Yep. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, fu- Funnily enough, on Yugo Organization, it, open, it opens with, get your game on. Get your game on, likely not included. Get your game on being included here would be a huge... R.I.P. Yeah. Because actually, the Get Your Game On Yu-Gi-Oh card is really expensive because it was a world championship, mm-hmm. um, like, exclusive card. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, this would be great for... this would be Actually, this would be the perfect time for a reprint, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, so far, we only know of six cards in the entire set, and it's six of the 24 secrets. Yes. So, I'm just going to go ahead and read out the entire um, product page that way you know we just get a full understanding understanding. yeah the next generation of Yu-Gi-Oh! speed duel arrives on march 18th asterisk with the launch of speed duel gx (laughs) duel academy box loaded with eight unique decks that are ready to play right out of the box the speed duel gx duel academy box is designed for beginners to speed duel as well as existing fans of speed duel the box includes several Speed Duel Essential cards like Book of Moon, Sphere Karibo, and Floodgate Trap Hole. Perfect for duelists who are trying Speed Duel for out for the first time, or for those who are revisiting. As the name implies, the Speed Duel GX Duel Academy box features characters from the Yu-Gi-Oh! GX series. Skill cards of Jaden Yuki, Aster Phoenix, Chaz Princeton, Alexis Rhodes, and others are included, along with their signature monster and deck strategies. Save the city with Jaden's Elemental Hero Monsters. Defend the night with Aster Phoenix's Destiny Hero Monsters. Steal the spotlight with Chaz Princeton's Ojama Monsters, and much more. So, the first thing to take, this is only half of it, but I'm just going to stop right here, break this first paragraph down. Yeah. So, the first thing to note is, obviously, Book of Moons, Fear Karibo, and Floodgate Trap Hole getting reprints. Oh yeah. So these are reprints not just in the TCG, but also in the Speed Duel format because these cards are already legal in Speed Duel, but they're begin- they'll be getting a nice reprint. Oh yeah. Uh, so the stipulation. So, st- so yes, in like TCG, Book of Moons got fifteen comments or whatever. The issue is though is that in Speed Duels you can only use cards that say Speed Duel on them. Right. So and- all Speed Duel cards are legal for TCG, but only Speed Duel cards are legal for Speed Duel. And it's not a case of, oh, there is a Book of Moon in Speed Duel, so I can use my Book of Moon from LOB. Book of Moon wasn't in LOB, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, yeah, from like from like the first printing of it. Right. You can't do that. You have to use a Speed Duel Book of Moon. Yeah, so like you could say Book of Moon is in Speed Duel, but that doesn't mean you, I can use my OTS Ulti Book of Moon. Exactly. Right. Or my Champion Pack Super. Right, exactly. So that's why it's good to not only have reprints of expensive tcg cards but also some good speed duel cards exactly also something to note here we're getting elemental heroes in the speed duel box with some skill cards that could make the classic elemental hero fusions like actually playable oh yeah Uh, particularly with the you know issue with them all being vanillas right but having something having like a skill card to where you can add like 
two of them, two of the vanillas and a polymerization from deck to hand. Yeah. Like or, something like that would be crazy. Or even just uh oh hey, um add polymerization and then you can like and as long then you can substitute you can uh, substitute one normal elemental hero for another one. Yeah, anything like that. So like you could act so you could looks so, like let's say you have uh uh, Avian and Clayman, you can just oh this Clayman this Clayman's name is now Bristinatrix and boom right so something like that would be cool. Also having the Destiny heroes in here is pretty cool. So this gives a good opportunity for the use of certain Destiny hero monsters as well as the Ojama monsters. So it's interesting that for Chaz they went with the Ojamas instead of Cyber Dragons. Well, no, Chaz it was the dude with Arm Dragon. Yeah, but I think he I thought he had Cyber Dragons too. No, that's Zane. Oh, okay. Same Truesdale. Okay, well, it's still interesting that they went with Ojamas instead of Arm Dragon. Dragons. Yeah. Probably because they just gave Arm Dragons a bunch of support in the TCG. Maybe. Yeah, that might, that might have something to do with it. So, now for the next section. The Speed Duel GX Duel Academy box can be played several ways. While intended to be played right out of the box, special rules for both sealed draft and sealed cube formats are included. Ooh. Draft with friends or customize and build your own draft cube. The Speed Duel GX Duel Academy <laughs> box is a great starting point for customizing sealed play for groups of friends to play together. Several decks can be made by combining multiple copies of the Duel Academy box together, which provides a great opportunity for duelists to bring their friends and family into the game. Each box includes 200 game cards and 20 skill cards. Also included is an 8-card Secret Rare promo pack from a selection of 24 cards, including several GX-era classics like Elemental Hero Flame Wingman, Destiny Hero Dasher, and Ojama King. The Speed Duel Academy box... Or the Duel Academy box packaging also doubles as a storage box, featuring Jaden, Aster, and all the characters featured in the set, providing the perfect storage for a growing collection. So, let's break this next section down. Yeah. So, obviously, it's really cool that this is how they wanted to go, to go for a sealed draft and sealed cube formats. Which I think is really cool, actually. I agree. Um, particularly if, if, like, you... So, like... So, like, one way you could 100% just have a lot of fun is, like, you and your group of friends just collectively each get one box and build a deck out of it. Right. And then go from there. Yeah, or, I mean, you can theoretically just take, since Speed Duel decks are only, like, 30 cards, I think. I, yeah, I forgot about Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, you can easily, you know, each person go in, like, 10 bucks. Yeah, I or mean. Or not I, even, how, split it between the everyone. Right, and since it's sealed and there's, you know, a bit of a luck aspect to it, you can still get... You know, everybody gets certain cards. Yeah, and can build know? a deck, and then I guess winner gets to keep the box. That would be a fun way to do it. Yeah. Like, everybody put up, you know, say you have, I think the box is MSRP for like $30. Yeah. So like, if you have five people, that's $7 six a bucks. piece. Yeah, six bucks a piece. Thank you. I'm terrible at math. Yeah. Well, let's just say 35 because of taxes. How about this? How about this? How about this? There's, they're $30 a piece. Yeah. You get four people. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's... Which makes sense for, like, a tournament kind of yeah. format. So, four people at, say, $32 after tax, whatever, yeah. is about $8 per person. Yeah. So, everybody pays $8. Yeah. Winner gets to keep the box. Yeah. And that then, would be cool. Then, like, each person keeps whatever cards they drafted. Right. So, that is pretty cool. Uh, another huge thing to note here, obviously, is a secret rare reprint of Destiny Hero Dasher. Mm-hmm. So and this is big for the TCG also. Oh, yeah, because uh, Dasher before only had, like, three printings, a rare and two comments. Yeah, four printings. A rare, two comments, and then an OTS. He's getting an OTS Super? 
And he's also got an ulti. Yeah, yeah, he's also got an ulti. He has an so he has a rare and ulti from the original print, yeah, and then two common printings. Two commons, I believe. And then he's also getting an OTS super. No, no, it was a rare slash ulti from the original, and then a second rare, and then a common. Yeah, and then and then he's also like I said, getting the OTS super soon, and the right. the upcoming like the next OTS. Yes, OTS eighteen. Yes. So, but this will be the basically like the highest rarity. Technically, back, the backup highest rarity. Yeah, yeah. The ulti will be the highest. Yeah, always be, ulti will always be the highest unless they make like a collector rare. No, then the ulti is still the highest. You think? From a set from 15 years ago, yeah. Oh, fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's not an OTS ulti. It, it, yeah. The ulti is from 15 years ago. That That is fair. So a near-mint first ulti will always be highest unless they do like a ghost, which I don't see happening. N- not for Dasher. Yeah. Maybe for Plasma or Doom Lord, but not for Dasher. I'm not going to lie. A Plasma ghost would be pretty cool oh, Especially the alt art. Mm. Yeah. So anyway. But for now, Dasher is a secret yeah. in here and, and uh ojama king not gonna lie that one's pretty cool oh yeah it's very cool ulti will still be highest the rarity. highest rarity but it's still cool yeah uh, and then of course the sphere karibo book of moon and floodgate trap hall are also three of the secrets right and the flame wing man i'm guessing will be relevant for the skill yeah. cards and stuff within yeah. the box oh yeah I, there's probably one that's just like flare wing man can attack directly or something yeah Following the release of Speed Duel GX Duel, Duel Academy Box is Speed Duel Tournament Pack 3, which will be available to OTSs starting March 25th. Designed with newcomers in mind, Speed Duel Tournament Pack 3 is loaded with cards some newer Speed Duelists may not have access to. Several cards from the Speed Duel Starter Decks, Match of the Millennium, and Speed Duel Starter Decks Twisted Nightmare are available again as Super and Ultra Rare cards. The pack also features 20 common versions of powerful Speed Duel cards like Parasite Paranoid, Santa Claus, Zombina, and more to collect. Also in the set are updated card text versions of skill cards like Cocoon of Ultra Evolutions and others. It's a whole new year with the Speed Duel GX Duel Academy box, so don't miss out. Don't forget, to use a card in Speed Duel, it must have the Speed Duel symbol on the card. Cards without the Speed Duel symbol are not legal for Speed Duel. However, Speed Duel cards can be used in the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG with the exception of skill cards. So, for this last part, it is important to note that... Um, the skill cards with the updated text are important because they reworked how skill cards work in Speed Duel recently. Okay, yeah, because some of them were kind of like really busted. Right. And they didn't just errata the speed card, the cards themselves. They errated the entire mechanic. mechanic, right? Yeah. And balanced it a little better. So if you want more information on that you can go back in time to about when that happened and listen to our episode from then and we break it down a lot more in depth so but in addition to that we actually got more speed duel news on top oh yeah so we also got the announcement of the speed duel gx midterm paradox mini box (laughs) foolish duelists thought you escaped the maze now it's time for a (laughs) midterm haze from the official website, Speed Duel GX Midterm Paradox Mini Box. 124 cards. Official tournament store launch date August 31st, 2022. General launch date September 2nd, 2022. MSRP $16. Well, $15.99. US dollars. In the Yu-Gi-Oh! GX animated series, Dr. Crowler hired the Paradox Brothers to teach Jaden Yuki and Cyrus Truesdale a lesson. Now you can step into the shoes of the Slifer Red students or their opponents in Speed Duel GX Midterm Paradox Mini Box. That is a tongue twister. 
Speed Duel GX Midterm Paradox Mini Box expands the Speed Duel GX Duel Academy Box, introducing even more cards into the Yu-Gi-Oh! GX animated series that are new to Speed Duel. Speed Duel GX Midterm Paradox is a 100-card static set that includes four complete Speed Duel decks ready to play out of the box. Here's just some of what you can expect. Pre-built decks for Jaden Yugi, Cyrus Truesdale, Bastion Misawa, and the Paradox Brothers. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Brand new skill cards for iconic Yu-Gi-Oh! GX characters. Explore new strategies with additional cards and upgrade the Speed Duel decks you already own. Discover secret rare variants of popular GX era cards. Play with it on its own or as a perfect complement to the Speed Duel GX Duel Academy box. Each Speed Duel GX Midterm Paradox box includes 100 common cards, 12 skill cards, 4 of 12 secret rares, 2 2-player two, two Jaden Yugi and Cyrus Truesdale Deluxe Game Mat. I, it says 2-2-player, two, two but yeah, I'm guessing get, it meant 1-2-player game mat. No. I th- There's no way you get 2-2-player two, two game mats in one box for $16. Who knows? Um, They also might just be made out of paper instead of like... Rubber. Yeah, rubber. The regular matte material rubber and whatever the cloth is. Yeah, it probably is paper. Which or it could be also be cardboard. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. Already did. I would rather be paper than cardboard, honestly. Oh, yeah, because then, you know, at least with paper, you can, like, flatten it out properly. Not have those little divots from where you're folding it. Oh, gosh. Okay, but this is big news. Why? Because... Para and Docs, you know what that means? Gate Guardian support. When? August 31st. Just in time for my birthday, I accept all presents and gifts. <laughs> Gate Guardian support. Yes. Now, the don't thing is, don't say it. I don't think they're going don't to make say it. They're going to make new Gate Guardian cards. I said don't say it. Uh, I think they're just going to reprint like old Gate Guardian However, the next set is called Power of the Elements. <gasps> True. Oh my so, god. So I think that's something. What I'm thinking is they're going to reprint Gate Guardian here. So because when it since when was the last time Gate Guardian got a reprint? Uh, it was a common in a one of the legendary collections. Yeah, maybe? like almost ten years ago. No, it wasn't ten quite ten years ago. I'm looking it up. Hold on, just yeah, keep yeah. talking. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, so like, it's like I think they're doing that side. So we get a reprint of Kazijin, Suijin, Songa of Thunder, and Gate Guardian, for them to release new car, new Gate Guardian actual support cards. Legendary Collection for Joey's World. It had a common. Yeah, and the commons, by the way, are eleven dollars. Yeah. So I'm thinking they're, that they're going to reprint the the actual Gate Guardian stuff here. So that way there's a newer reprint, so it's fresh in everyone's mind, and then release Power of the Elements with actual new Gate Guardian support that lets you like help turbo out Gate Guardian himself. If they release a Gate Guardian OTS ulti, I'm gonna coom. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, so, okay, so, so I mean, like, cause like all the Gate Guardians really need is a card that's like, hey, just just cheat out all three of them in one with one normal summon. Let's go. Kazijin, Suijin, and Song of Thunder. Yeah, but then you also have to have Gate Guardian in your hand. Yeah. Because you have to tribute all three of them off your field with yeah. this in your hand. Um, another option is like a spell card. Another option is like a spell card that's like, oh, if you have uh if you have um 
like one of them like one of the four cards in your hand you can just like mill the other three okay so let's say you have song of thunder activate this card mill kazijin suijin send song of thunder to the graveyard to then splash summon gate guardian right out of your deck or if you have a guardian hand you mill the three whatever just whatever combination that would be a, an ama- amazing something like that you know just a way to cheat out the gate guardian outside of its normal summoning condition yes but even then i don't know that it's playable because it's only thir- it's 3750 attack sure that's great but it's got no effect basically yeah it's effect is its summoning condition so they'd also have to make like a retrain of gate guardian which i'm down for to be honest what with you what was the name of gate guardian's attack in the anime huh what was the name of gate guardian's attack in the anime what was the name of his attack in the anime yeah because a lot of the retrains they've done recently were just gate was like red uh would be like red eyes black dragon or like dark magician dark magic attack or something like that but they did it with like harpy harpy's pet dragon a couple other cards i don't know but i do know in the anime he could attack three times Okay, so it would probably be like Gate Guardian, Master of the Labyrinth, as a uh, that also fits with the grant with that Labyrinth archetype in Grand Creators, not Grand Creators. You know the recent deck build set thing that they're coming out with soon. Right, right. Yeah, like so, like Gate Guardian, King of the Labyrinth, or Lord of the Labyrinth. Yeah, keep with the alliteration there. So. Yeah, in the anime, he could attack three times, and it specifically, like, it specifies this card can attack up to three times per battle phase by treating this card's attack as one of the tributed cards for each representative attack. Yeah. So instead of 3750, he would be... 26, 25, and 23, I think. I think it's 26, 26, 25. It might be. I don't, I don't fully remember. The only one I ever ran was Songa of Thunder in anything, and that was because he was the highest attack point monster I had in, du- in uh, Duels of the Roses. Yeah. He can also... What's okay. So in the manga, he has the effects of Songa, Suijin, and Kaizijin also. Oh. And if one of them is destroyed, it retains the effects, and it can attack monsters anywhere in the labyrinth. The components can attack together or individually... And Kaizijin and Suijin can negate or counterattacks directed at other components. And if Suijin or Kaizijin is controlled by the opponent, it can negate or counterattacks from Gate Guardian. It's so weird. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the whole Paradox part of dual, of a dual monsters was just weird. The whole labyrinth mechanic. It's just something where they did to kind of mix up the game a little bit. Yes, but. He's cool. Get he, over it. Oh, no, no. He's really cool. Don't get me wrong. He is like the coolest monster that ever existed. Look, look at him. Look at him. Look look at him. <laughs> yes, I, I am aware. He's spectacular. He's a king. king he of dropped the his crown. Here you go, king. King of the labyrinth. King of everything. You know where he gets lost. No, he doesn't get lost. He's not the Minotaur. He's so big that he overlooks the Labyrinth. What are you talking about? Labyrinths have ceilings. No. That one didn't, but Labyrinths normally have ceilings. You, But you admit that this one didn't. Yes, that one, that one in particular did not. So technically it doesn't make it a Labyrinth, it makes it a maze. Shut up. <laughs> Gate Guardian, Lord of the Maze. Don't, don't say that. 
Don't Lord say of, that. Lord of the Cornfield. Okay, so. <clears throat> a maze is a complex branching puzzle that includes choices of path and direction, while a labyrinth is unicursal, i.e. it only has a single non-branching path which leads to the center. Okay, that's fair. So, wait, it is a maze. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> but it doesn't mention anything about ceilings. It, 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 it does not. That is true. I was correct, but for the wrong reason. Shut up. <laughs> How about that? Anyway, the point is... Gate Guardian support. August 31st in, at your local OTS store. That's just a week after my birthday. I don't know about you, but I'm going to be at my local OTS ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana, who happens to be our sponsor for this show. Ooh, as per always. Right, so a huge shout out to ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana for sponsoring this episode and every episode of the podcast. ETB Games can be found in Alexandria, Louisiana. If you are interested, you can check out their link in the description down below. But it is a great place to check out and find all of your card game needs, such as sleeves, binders, deck boxes, mat tubes, play mats, whatever you need for any of the major card games, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, Pokemon, Digimon, whatever you're playing. Also, you can find everything you need for all of your tabletop card game needs, tabletop, tabletop game yeah. needs, such as D&D figurines, books, mats, whatever you need. They also sell dice. Yep, dice, whatever. Also, if you are also Warhammer, your Warhammer figurines, paint, all yep. that. Also, if you are looking for a great spot to go and play video games, they do have a video gaming area. So if you are ever interested and you're passing through or you're just anywhere close by, be sure to check it out. We just had the ETB Battle City Day this past weekend. Mm -hmm. First uh, place prize got a uh, Starlight Red Eyes Dark Dragoon. Yep. Uh, first place went to Levi. Congratulations to you, man. Absolutely. Good job. So, he was playing Sword Soul Tenue, by the way, for those interested. Yeah. Congration, you did it. Yes. So, <laughs> I'm just going to let that, I'm going to let that comment be. I'm just, I'm not going to acknowledge it. So, of course, I guess by saying that, I acknowledged it. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> with all that, we're gonna actually going to go ahead and do the podcast question of the day now. Yeah, go ahead and get that out of the way. Yes, because once we have our guest on, that'll be a little bit separate portion. We're going to break yeah. it up. So... Last week's podcast question of the day was, what do you think is the best hand trap in the current format? So we get a lot of differing answers. Um, pretty much everybody agrees that it's actually D-Shifter, but like not everybody can play it. Yeah, I, I can only think of like two decks that can run the that can run the darn thing. Madolce and Fluanderies. Exactly those two decks are the only decks I know that can run it. Yeah, there's a couple of other decks mixed in here and there. But D-Shifter is actually probably the answer. But outside of that, it's probably Lancia. We like, see, I see a lot of people saying Lancia. Uh, it's either Lancia or Crow, really. Um, well, we've had people saying Lancia, Crow, Ogre, and I could see, I could see, uh, I could see an argument for Ogre. Yeah, Ogre's really good right now. Um, we also have, we also had somebody say Skullmeister. Skullmeister is good. Uh, Imperm will always be the best hand trap for me because it's the only one that's good as card six. That's fair. It is fair. I would say Ash, but since every top deck right now can search and special summon at least four times with a basic combo, I would probably have to say Omega. Omega. 
Cypher Mortal Omega. Oh. I guess, yeah, but Omega's not a hand trap. Yeah, yeah. Now, he is hand trap adjacent. Fair. But he, but he's not a hand trap, so he doesn't qualify, unfortunately. Right. And then in the Discord server, we had, well, Shifter again, uh, Lancia, Ghost Ogre, Ghost Ogre, Lancia. Yeah, I mean, really, Lancia and Ghost Ogre are probably just, like, the answers here. Yeah. Uh, so. DD Crow being, like, the one, one that's, like, arguably the answer, but... Didn't get mentioned a lot. Yeah, didn't get mentioned a lot. So, but I mean, Crow's just so good right now. Yeah, Didi, Didi Crow, Lancia, and Ghost Ogre are probably the three best hand traps right now. Easily. So, I think All everyone right. can agree on that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for everything here. And now we are going to go ahead and throw it over to myself and Tatsum. Woo. So, we'll be back in just a. Uh, around the end of the episode, me and Caleb will hop back in, and we'll see y'all there. All right, and we are back with our wonderful guest, Tatsum. What's up, dude? Yo, what's up, guys? How's it going? So, yeah. for for those that don't know, go ahead and plug your channel. Yeah, it's uh, youtube.com slash Tatsum, twitch.tv slash Tatsum, and twitter.com slash Tatsum Delta, because Twitter is apparently very relevant. Um, yeah, I'm a competitive player covering mostly deck profiles, combo guides, stuff like that. There's something on my channel for everyone. I try to do all the cool, the top tier meta stuff, but I also love to feature rogue stuff. And uh, yeah, hang out on Twitch with the boys, play some good games. I will absolutely say, for those that want a great blend of meta and rogue coverage, Tatsum's channel is a wonderful resource it really is just spectacular it's a great place to go to find i mean basically deck profiles for any relevant deck of the format so yeah and not just like deck profiles like actually like well thought out and good deck profiles which is kind of rare to find on more rogue decks yeah i'm so. blessed to be surrounded by uh wonderful people who are uh just as good at the game as I <laughs> or just slightly better than me so they, they help out a lot and uh, yeah yeah that's for sure it's all fun a lot of that goes into like like a lot of what we talk about here goes into having a great testing group around you and I think that that is so critical and it's awesome that you have that where you are it's all mindset yeah I agree um, when I started playing we had like one guy at our local who was like better than everyone and like our group co collectively agreed like we have to improve and i think that's just like amazing once you and your friends all settle in on something and try to achieve goals and everyone gets to goals it's like the best feeling in the world for sure definitely um so with that competitive mindset and that competitive spirit that you're talking about here you had a couple of regionals this weekend right because y'all are in the netherlands yeah. where, like, those are actually happening uh, yeah, how was it? Imagine having remote regionals. That's actually, actually my nightmare. Um, yeah, I went to Belgium for one regional, and then we had one in the Netherlands ourselves. Uh, but it's only like a two-hour drive for me to Belgium to a, a different country. Imagine being American, KKW. Oh my it was God. a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I um, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it, it's just it's it's kind of weird, man. I'm not gonna lie. Basically. I'm not sure how it is at your guys' place, but everyone in Europe just actively decided, okay, yeah, COVID, 
doesn't exist anymore. And and like no masks, no nothing, no checks. No, it's just like the the weirdest stuff ever. So we arrived yesterday at like the store in Brussels, uh, in Belgium, and like we just walked in, and there were like a lot of people, and it was like normal tables, and it was like a crowded room. It was very surreal to return, but a very a very good feeling feeling. That's so crazy to me because here where we are. It's still like we're still not having any IRL regionals yet, things like that. Like they have a schedule, but every time stuff's about to happen, you go back and look at the schedule like two weeks in advance and it all got changed to remotes. And it's just like, why do we even have a schedule? It's really weird. Uh, it it has been going hyper fast for us in the Netherlands, at least, and for everywhere else in Europe. And it's. It, it, it's a nice feeling, but I'm still, I'm still getting used to it. I used to be a very social people, and I just loved being around people. But nowadays, I do, I get tired out by being around a lot of people. <laughs> for yeah, some reason, I've been I've been without that much social contact for such a while. It's it's so good to see all the boys again and to meet new people. I made I'm, I, like yesterday was a lot of fun with a lot of people I didn't know, and today, as well, and it, it's just the best feeling in the world, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know I'm wondering uh, now that you're back to IRL events, what is the distribution like amongst players that you recognize that you just haven't seen in a while because of COVID versus completely new faces? Because realistically, over the course of two years, you're going to get like a lot of new players in the game. I'm wondering how many of them are like turning out for regionals and stuff. Yeah, especially since the remote stuff. Even though there were extra vacances over here, it's been quite difficult to keep track on who kept playing and who didn't keep playing. Like, my local community has changed quite a bit. A lot of new faces and a lot of people that just haven't returned. So going to the regionals in the Netherlands specifically, I just had no clue who to expect there. I did not know. And there were a lot of familiar faces, a couple of new faces. Um, because we've just been away for so long, but I definitely missed a lot of people a lot of people that did drop out or didn't show up it, was, it only had room for 40 persons uh, at, at the dutch regional so gotcha. people have been coming back and there have been a lot of new players definitely yeah so what did the what did the field look like as far as decks and as far as competition what did what, what were you seeing a lot of at the event itself i can't wait to trash talk the netherlands uh, for it <laughs> Um, Let's go. Ye- yesterday in Belgium, um, there was actually a lot of meta, and the people that didn't play meta were really good at their rogue decks. Um, it wasn't yeah. anything good. I would, I would still like I would rate myself as like a seven and a half out of ten, and I would rate those players probably around like six point five. So it was like still like. That, that, that's pretty average, I think. Like some people, like Rafael, for example, like nine out of ten, nine point five out of ten. You know? So it, the, 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 the the basic level is pretty good for, for such a regional. Um, today in the Netherlands, everyone was just playing garbage, and they were playing everything out garbage. And it was it's, uh, such a pain to see. Yeah, I love the people of the Netherlands, but oh my god, they can't fucking play for like that fucking moment. It's insane. Yeah, for sure. So. What are you looking for in uh, when you're building a deck going into an event? It's so difficult. Um, 
because the, the theme of today like people not being the greatest is definitely something that 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 returns for the netherlands um i don't really know why but a lot of people just actively i don't really want to trash talk them because they are they are all very nice and they all try in their own way but it doesn't feel like they are trying like that insane hard or something right so for right. dutch regionals my side deck for example um six back row removal slots mandatory already um so basically insta insta win against like bad decks and it, it always works out so for for like our regionals it's it's kind of weird um this format is just super weird overall in my opinion because there's like a, a very clear defined best deck but nobody knows exactly how to build or play it so even though you could make your deck theoretically correct at a regional it's not gonna work out at all so if i were to go to an event right now i would honestly play a lot of cards that i normally wouldn't play just because like like for example yesterday i didn't really know what to expect but i did know like a lot of the people there were still active in belgium so i main decked lancias and it worked out really well like every game i had lancia it was really really good but today if i had main lancia it would have been like awful because the people in the netherlands were like, they're, they're just not playing those kinds the, of decks. The, the, the top decks so i really had to change my deck uh accordingly so I, I did actually play something entirely different today just because i thought it would be better wasn't in the end really it was it was good but it wasn't like the best but so um, yeah what it's is just, just, like look at your surroundings look at what you expect like if you go to a regional x area there's probably like you know people over there and they probably haven't changed up their playstyle that much so can build your deck accordingly to that right so what do you think is the best deck in your estimation there are like two best decks um they both do the same thing it's any brave deck featuring the rose dragons and then you either play a big tenji package or a big dragon link package and i think that those two are they're they're the same they're just the same deck right so you don't think pk is up is there pk loses to like pk is so bad i i think that like every deck that plays brave is pretty decent but not as good as any deck that uses brave like the the, the denji pile the synchro pile they use brave to build up their board but everything that just leaves griffin up on the board is just awful in my opinion right interesting because i guess rather than just using it to have an extra negate they use it to actually advance their game state yeah, um, just just a small combo for those that are like unaware. Like you just do brave stuff. You have the the token and the and the griffin, and what you uh, normally do in Dragon Link. Uh, next to that, you make a Hulk of Fibrex, which is really easy to do. Just get like any extender with like rocket, uh, like any any normal summon. For example, Black Metal Dragon, which you play, and then like a quick launch, and you have Hulk. You summon Red Rose Dragon. You use the level three Red Rose with the level seven Griffin to make Baram. So at all times that you're comboing, you have in the gate. The Red Rose, when he's used for a Synchro Summon, you can summon uh, Rox Rose. And when Rox Rose is summoned, you can add Basil Shoot, which is a monster reborn for the Rose Dragons. So then you have the Rox Rose and the level 4 token. You'll make use those to make Shooting Riser. And Shooting Riser in almost every deck that uses that engine right now will send Snow. And from that point on, you just combo further depending on what deck you play. Interesting. So, yeah, at all times in the combo, you have a negate up on the field. 
and you just use your resources accordingly after that. It's, it's, right. it's just super good. It's it's way better than locking two spell trap zones and two uh, monster zones for one negate. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess yeah. I guess like you said, it does make sense in just locking up so much of your such a large portion of your field over one negate. Yeah, I think um, like the, the brave stuff it gives you so much advantage. It's so stupid not to use that. So how do you on the field? How do you feel about the format as a whole? Uh, at the start of it, it's definitely fun. Uh, people are messing around right now. People don't really know what to do. Like I played against a couple of Brave decks today, for example, but like, people really did not use it to their max extent. It resulted in a lot of bad fields. Um, but I think that once the format, like, just people don't know their deck lists. But once people learn combos, etc., I think that the format's got to go downhill relatively fast. Because the, the decks are definitely a problem. They cannot be really dealt with like a board clear. And to actually counter them, you need two hand traps. So we're going to go into a meta where everyone will probably be playing a POW and probably 15 plus hand traps. And right. that's not that much fun. That that should be optimal scenario. I think that what I predict is going to happen. But uh, there will always be people that will just not play that stuff or don't have access to the brave stuff. And it's like, fine. So then you will have your like your PK decks running around summoning sight and yeah i think that to counter the, the top decks you're gonna have to play like some nasty stuff so either it's gonna be a cool meta where everyone can just do whatever they want and every game is theoretically winnable or we're just gonna fight like fire with like bigger fire the entire time yeah i think that personally where i'm at right now where you know the this the area that I'm in, I'm seeing like a lot of PK just because it's so accessible to just scythe lock everybody. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I just don't think like PK dies to so many cards. It's it's kind of wild, especially when everyone will be running like 15 hand traps to counter the pile decks and PK is going to drop off the meta like really, really fast again. Right. So when you think about this format early part being like you said pretty good and the later part is going to be pretty rough um what do you think is that determining factor so basically what i'm wondering is in your estimation anyway what is the difference between a good format and a bad format and this doesn't have to be just this format but just in general i think a good format is when uh yeah, I, I, it's, it's so easy to throw it on interaction, but I do think that's kind of true. Like when there's just interaction, when you can go like a couple of turns in. And I do think that the pile decks will enable that. They do enable a certain grind game because it's really, it's easy to clear their board. It's difficult to OTK. It's going to be a little bit back and forth, so that's going to be cool. But everything side related, which a couple of people will just always come back to, is just going to be super annoying to play. So if I if I would look at like a good format, something where you can just play a lot of decks, which we are in right now, so that's kind of good. But I don't know. I think we are in a pretty good format. I don't think there's like that many cards that like straight up win the game right now, which is pretty nice to be in after a format where we've been sighted and ordered the entire time. 
Yeah. So I think it's right now it's pretty good. It's just very diverse, very versatile. You can play anything you want realistically. But I'm I'm not sure if the format's gonna stay like this for a while. I wonder what's gonna happen when the Albaz stuff comes out next month. Yeah, I I it doesn't really work that well with Brave, so it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. To play Brave, probably not good. <laughs> That's fair. I'm hoping it's not good because I don't like it, but I don't like oh, it. Will, it will be relevant eventually, but it does be a stuff on its own. I've been pretty like I've been saying this for such a long while. The deck the deck sucks. It doesn't do anything. I played against it yesterday at the regional. It was pretty good and the, like the, the guy with like XO like round four or something. I, I he went like 3-0 and then I played against him. I like 2-0'd him in 10 minutes. But like the deck still does nothing. It's so wild. Like the new support will definitely change it. But I don't think it's gonna be able to compete with what we have right now. Yeah, I played against it at the most recent case tournament that I went to about two or three weeks ago. And uh, I 2 I owed him, but we, or no, we were 1 1 with like five minutes left before time, and I ended up beating him just before time got called. Nice. But, um, but I don't know. I, I think that it's just going to be, I don't know. It does burn damage, and it just, it does all kinds of stuff that's just not fun. <laughs> and the double masquerade is super oppressive oh my god yeah it's it's not fun at all um but i think that kind of what you said uh in my opinion anyway a huge key difference maker between a good format and a bad format is pretty built on interaction so um i don't like how prevalent scythe is in this format at least where i'm at i see scythe lock everywhere and it's just I don't I, I, if I would go to a tournament right now I would not consider a, a side strategy as viable it's so funny how it it's like so different in parts around the world yeah see and where I'm at that case tournament I got I went 3-3 every game that I lost was because of scythe lock just not opening hand traps and getting scythe locked I feel like you have uh, misbuilt your deck then <laughs> it's Yes, I will acknowledge that looking back on my deck list, there were some pretty fatal flaws, but even so, uh, it, it was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my deck, like today, like, I played against Sky Striker Artifact. Um, he sighted me six times, and uh, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't fun. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was actually. I haven't been that tilted in a while because it was just so, so skillless as well. Like every turn, like standby phase. Okay, yeah, uh, ignition target this back row, and I knew like, yep, yep, yep. Here we go again. There's just <laughs> nothing you can do about it. it Suck so much. Yeah, and I, I just don't have fun with when there's no interaction. I, I like that back and forth, you know, uh, grind game. Sure, I guess, but really just the ability to just play on and on and on for turns and i think that those pile decks really do enable that much better and i think it makes it more fun and interactive for both players the tenji deck is like way better at going second as well you can almost like the tenjis are just so good at breaking boards like fishuda is is absurd so right that's gonna be definitely nice so you will 90 percent of the time if you play that deck definitely be able to play through like a board turn two which is just so refreshing to see right 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, just being able to bounce whatever at any time is just awesome. Um, so I think last format was so powered by IO and so powered by Protos and different cards that can oh, I just forgot Protos, yeah. Yeah, and I mean even the Samorg Link being able to pull out a barrier statue or just an extra negate basically for free. Um just the amount of cards that could just end interaction instantly kind of made last format horrible. Um, and I think that we have just so much less of that this format that it makes it better, but I still kind of hate this format. Like I hate the Brave Engine being in everything. Did, do you even remember Mystic Mine is still legal? I mean, uh, I hadn't I even considered it. In the tournament right now, I would be surprised. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's last format. I think that the reason why you remember that, like you always will. Once you have something in your mind, an idea in your mind, you will always be reminded of what whatever that is. Like that's why you you will remember a lot of negative interactions, but you will not remember a lot of positive interactions. It will always color like how you see it. Like right. if you go to a YCS, you got like Protoss two times or three times, you will always remember the Protosses and not like all the other games. But because there were so many giant walls that format, if Protoss, Order, Mine was super prevalent back then, Sight. Oh man, it was just like impossible to play. There were multiple decks you straight up could not play, which is just insane. It's so bad for a format. Right, right. And then, see, but I wonder how you feel about the Brave package, because personally, I don't really like the Brave engine. Uh, I think that its splash ability and so many different things is kind of horrible. But I think that I'm in the minority on that belief. More more decks able to play better spell. Yeah, I guess that's true. I would trade the versatility. Like, I am. Uh, I have been like grown up in Yu-Gi-Oh with the 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 triangle format. Do you even know that concept? You do, right? Yeah, three three powerhouse decks in one format. Yeah. A A beats B, B beats C, C beats A. Correct. Yeah, we had that situation. We haven't, we haven't had that for two years. <laughs> yeah, we, we had that situation back when I played way back when, when it was Dino Rabbit Insector wind up. Yeah, exactly. It was also like Dualist Alliance format. Um, like, right. it, it's cool. It's it's just different. Like back then, you could have picked your deck, pretty good choice, but your side deck, really good. But like it, it was all pretty pretty clear for everyone and the big difference right now is that there's a lot more uh, you have to think a lot more about your deck building and your side decking side decking has never been this important but it's also has never been this hard to do because you just do not know what you can expect so i i right. I, I like more versatility because it's um how do you say it it, it encourages better deck building and better thinking from players, which a lot of people just straight up refuse to do sometimes, and those get punished. So I am all for more versatility and, and brave being played. It's, it's just so nice having like that deck around, because without brave, 
Like how many decks would not be able to be played right now? Like Dragon Link completely fell off, which is a good thing, by the way. I'm not a big fan of its back. Right. Yeah. But like, it just brings back so many decks. Like if you ban X card, then like 15 decks get unplayable. That kind of sucks. So I would rather have more decks played than less decks. Brave yeah, isn't that bad. I think you get more decks played though, even if you don't have that catch-all engine, right? So um, if you look at the decks that are playable with the Brave engine, uh, like a Sword Soul Tenyi deck or Dragon Link, which I guess Dragon Link's not as good without the Brave engine, but it's still playable. Okay, so think of it like this, right? Let's say we remove Brave right now. What what, what singular deck do we have left? Sword Soul Tenyi, PK. PK side. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, we're done. <laughs> PK side. I mean, okay. So Striker. That that's that's bad because it lost one fusion destiny. Striker fell off. Striker did fall off surprisingly hard, even if though it did not have Brave right now, everyone would be playing Phantom Knights with sides. Yeah. I would I will make that trade any day. Yeah, and I guess I just, I guess it's just different where I'm at because people are just playing Phantom Knight with Brave. <laughs> where you're at, you're in that world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing Phantom Knight playing Brave and Scythe, so it's just like it's no different. Imagine being American, Lamau. No regionals, and I get Scythe lot constantly. Let's Yo, go. You, you want to know my matchups from like today and yesterday? It's really Absolutely. funny. Um, you will be so surprised I'm here um, for it I, today I played Virtual Worlds, Sword Soul Drytron, Striker Artifact, Fluffle B-Trooper and then wow. in, the, in the last round I played oh the last round was Fluffle yeah and yesterday um Geist, Phantom Knight Tenji Pao, Despia Tenji, uh, Tenji Swordsoul, and PK. Wow. So that is um, a very diverse. Yeah, uh, make uh, make of that what you will. <laughs> yeah. One of the PKs, by the way, was not a Brave or Side deck, so I played against one PK that did play Brave, but I haven't seen Side all all match. Huh. Still lost because I'm stupid. But... Um. So overall, you like the format? Yeah, I mean, if we would change seats right now, I would uh, probably say no. But where I'm at, it's pretty good. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Well, Just, I don't want to yeah. keep. I don't want to keep our listeners here too too long talking about the format. But what I do want to do is give you one more chance to plug your channel. If you like Brave, <laughs> check out my videos. It's so bad. Every thumbnail has the Enchantress in it. It's no, no, no. Um, I'm just, I'm very happy with the state of the game right now. I really, really, really love this game. If I haven't put that passion across, definitely go check out my YouTube channels. I try to feature everything. I just like deck building. I like playing this game so much. I play something else every week. I have a virtual world, punk, short soul. 
uh, Virtual World Punk Souls Turbo up, up on my channel right now, for example. Uh, a lot of deck lists from the WCQs that I just played. So if you're interested in the Tenji Pal, the Dragon Link Pal, maybe Prankit's Brave, we have that as well. Or uh, yeah, it's it's all up there. So definitely go check it out. It's uh, and it's also it's cool master, also some cool some cool Master Duel content. Yeah, also a little bit of Master Duel content. Don't expect that too much. Uh, master Duel, man. But uh, yeah, and uh, Dragon Shield smile. That's it. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Have a good one. All right. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that interview with Tatsum. We're talking a little bit about the format right now. And in the meantime, hey, have a great day, everyone. Take care, everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.